fine. What? Yeah, it's fine. Yes, I do. Despicable me. Good evening, um, everyone. You yeah, are care. listening to Women's Motorsports Network. I'm Melinda Russell, your host for tonight. You watch what you want. You got <clears> the clicker. It's been a couple of weeks if since I'd we to watch that, were able I'd have to been talk watching it. to you and interview someone. I was traveling last week, so I'm back in Michigan where it's cold and snowy, and it's certainly not race weather, but hopefully very soon. The tracks around here will be able to get their practice nights in, and everybody yep. will be a little bit happier and I told you they weren't racing today um, because they're able it's to Easter. get to the racetrack and, and get their fix of racing. The show tonight is being brought to you by Send Out Cards. Send Out Cards is a platform for staying in touch and building relationships. I was just in Salt Lake City uh, a little over a week ago for their international convention and they've launched some amazing new products and some new plans for you and your race team to stay in touch with your fans. Uh, if you're a racetrack no. owner, it's a great way to yep. congratulate those winners at the racetrack. It helps to build relationships, and it's a great system. So if you're interested in knowing more about using send-out cards for either your race team, your racetrack, or your business, I'm the one to get a hold of, Melinda Russell. You can find me on Facebook. So tonight we have a special guest. It's Heather Boyce. Heather is a promoter, and I believe she's on the line with us. Uh, Heather, are you there? Hello? Well, hold on just a second. I thought they said she was on the line. Are you there, Heather? Hmm, okay. Well, we're just going to talk a minute, and maybe uh, Woody will let me know that, that she's back with us. So um, maybe she's back now. Sorry, folks. I've been gone a couple weeks, and uh, we're just having a little bit of difficulty here, so bear with us. So um, I know that the racing is going uh, strong in the south and the west. I've stayed in touch with some people that I met through Facebook, which is how I've met almost all of you and uh, the people that I've been interviewing. I've met them through Facebook, which is an amazing tool if you use it right. It can be very damaging if you use it wrong, but uh, hopefully we're doing it right and we're meeting women with amazing stories from all over the United States and even out of the country. So, um, it's a it's a great tool. I've I've used it to make connections with people that own racetracks. Um, I watch and follow a lot of other um, racetracks other than the ones right here in my area, and I find that it's a good way to to get a pulse on what's going on in the rest of the country, as far as racing is concerned. And in addition to that, women are being um, celebrated for the things that they're doing on Facebook. And so I've been watching and and reaching out and making friends with a lot of those women, which has been, like I said, amazing. You don't have to be the, the woman that wins every race. You don't have to be the biggest track or the best track um, to be on our show 
or to be in our magazine. We do an online monthly magazine for the International Women's Motorsports Association. We highlight anywhere from 10 to 12 women every month. And um, if you're interested in reading an issue of the magazine, you can reach me on Facebook and just say, hey, I'd like to see a copy of your magazine. The people that are members of our association get that as part of their membership. We also are beginning to partner with other businesses, race-related businesses, that will be offering discounts to our members. And um, so we also like to highlight our members. So we're trying to go through the list and make sure that we tell the stories of those women. Some of them are very young, six years old, and some of them are older, and we won't go there with that age. So, <clears throat> But... Um, uh, tonight, Heather is with us. She's a promoter. I haven't met Heather in person. She lives in Oregon. But um, it'll be interesting to hear from a promoter side of racing what works, what doesn't work, um, things like that. So I'm, I'm excited to hear from Heather. We had an interview a few weeks ago with a lady that was a did tractor pulling, which was fascinating to me, even though I'm a farm girl and I – grew up around tractors, that was pretty interesting. So we have a wide variety of ladies that we interview. So I think maybe Heather's with us now. Are you there, Heather? Yes, I am. Hi, Heather. This is Melinda. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to... Yeah, you're welcome. I'm excited to hear about your track and some of the things that you're doing out there as a promoter. So why don't you start by just telling our listeners a little bit about yourself, um, how you got involved in racing in the first place. Okay. Um, well, I, um, let's see, I started out, my dad used to take me and my brother. He sponsored a lot of cars out here and helped with the track quite a bit. Um, so I kind of grew up out here. And then my brother started racing cage carts and then and moved into the full-size sprint cars. And I started helping with the go-kart program and then went to work for the next promoter, which was Brian Crockett, and then worked as the manager for a few years, and now I'm the promoter. Okay. So what's been your favorite thing that you've done at the racetrack? Sounds like you've done a lot of things. What's your, what's your favorite? My favorite job to have at the racetrack um, actually was probably <clears throat> no, scoring and working now. the back gate. You got the most one-on-one contact with the drivers which was always really fun um so that was probably my favorite thing to do at the track okay all right because that way then you knew everybody too yeah yep yeah Yeah. so you were young when you started going to the racetrack that sounds like a a lot of the i'm not sure what either and i actually uh, moved in so once they get possession they're gonna about your track the size have of some painting kind of done and where stuff. it is and they're gonna, and just give they're us gonna put a, a pool in. kind of a resume i mean they'll move the before track, the pool's done but yeah um our track is a quarter mile clay high banked oval and it's kind of right off of the i-5 corridor corridor in oregon just south of eugene about 20 miles so um we're right between the coast and the mountains, it's a nice place to be, and um, we've got a gorgeous facility, well, gorgeous area here, lots of big trees, and it's it's a pretty cool place. It sounds like it. So what kind of uh, racing goes on at your track? 
our weekly classes include uh, sprint cars. We've got three different classes of sprint cars that run here, 360s, limited, and wingless run a few times throughout the year. And then we've got a modified and a sport mod class that are sanctioned with IMCA. We've got late models, street stocks, and hornets, and those all run on a, a fairly weekly basis. And then we get the occasional special event. Okay. So are you the one then that puts the special events together? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you tell us a little bit about maybe what your schedule looks like for this summer, special events that you might have, and um, we'll try to get the word out about what you're doing there. Great. Awesome. Well, we run, um, we actually had our first race March 31st, um, and then the last couple weekends have been rained out. Our weather is Oregon, and um, we do live up to our name. It's always raining <laughs> out here. But we, uh, we race pretty much every weekend all the way through September. Uh, we've got a lot of weekly shows. I think we've got 38 scheduled events here this year. Our biggest race every year is Memorial Weekend, and that's our Marvin Smith Memorial Grove Classic. Last year we got uh, 41 360 sprint cars that ran, um, which was kind of ironic because that was Marvin's number. So that was pretty a pretty oh. big deal for us. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely our big show. We've got a lot that goes on with that. And then um, we finish our season out with monster trucks, which is just something different. We also have some different speed weeks that come through town. We run a speed week for the IMCA Modifieds as well as the 360 Sprint cars. And this year will be the first year we'll be doing one with the Limited Sprint. Okay. Sounds like you're going to be a very busy girl and you're going to be at the track yeah. most of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you have yep. another? Yeah. Do you have another job, or is this your full-time job that you have? This is pretty full-time, but I also do uh, work for a CPA office. So today was a busy day, but a happy day because oh. that season ended. Um, and now I can kind of focus my attention fully on the racetrack until the end of the year when I go back and help out again. Right. I, I also worked in a CPA, CPA office, and I know this is like the hallelujah day. Um, yes, so that, that's good. <laughs> You've got that behind you. So yes, um, yes. I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to maybe give a shout out to some of the people that help you um, around the track or, and then um, I'm sure you probably have some like marketing partners or people that are sponsors for you. I, I'd like for you to have a chance to kind of tell us who those are and, and uh, acknowledge them. Oh, great. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, we've got a really good team here. In fact, my staff has been doing this at Cottage Grove Speedway um, and other speedways. We've got a total combined experience of almost of over 250 years now that we've all been doing it when you add up all of our experience. Our flagger, Rick uh -huh. Daniels, has been doing this for, for 36 years, I think. Um, my right hand at the racetrack, Lester Hankins, he does every job possible. Um, and then we're really lucky to have – um, Brian Crockett is our track prep guy, and anybody from the West Coast and the sprint car world knows that name, and he's he's definitely um, worth his weight in gold out here, and he's actually been my mentor through this whole process as well. Um, and sponsors, yeah, we've, you know, no racetrack can survive without them. We've definitely got some really good ones. Um, I think our three biggest, I'll just give a shout-out to them right now are the ones that actually sponsor our classes, and that's Mohawk Metals, Todd's Auto Body, and Quality RV. Um, they've been really good to us the last few years. 
Okay. Yeah, nobody nobody can survive without a marketing partner if you're in the race world. So I always like exactly. to give you a chance to, <laughs> a chance to thank those people. So yeah, um, we've been blessed with some really good ones. Yeah, you're lucky. You're you're lucky that that's that's the case. So how many years have you been um, the promoter then? This will be my third year as the actual promoter, and I was the general manager for three years before that. Okay. And did you have a promoter then, or did you do that job as the general manager? I I basically did that job as the general I manager. I worked under another less. guy, but you he, were the last one to eat it. I, so I did you put did it back or promoting as well it? along with him? Well, it's okay. still in there. So when you're you know you're in eat Oregon, I'm in Michigan. So tell me what what do you do to promote your racetrack? What are things that have you feel have worked? You know, do you is it Facebook? Is it advertising, word of mouth, what is it that has worked the best for you? Yeah, you know, Facebook's great um, because you can do a lot with very little. I think that um, radio has done a lot for us as well, um, getting the word out, and definitely word of mouth. We try to have a different um, gimmick every week, whether it's ladies' night or kids' night or um, we're doing uh, something special for the drivers. Whatever it is, we try to have a, a special every week and really promote that and get a different group of people in here. And, you know, hopefully we always try to get a few new people that have never been before every week and make them fans. And I think by, by doing those special event promo nights, that really can – you can cater to a different demographic every week. Right. I, I Yeah, that's true. I agree. So – why don't you give us a, an idea of what some of those ideas are? Because maybe some other track owners might be listening in and would like to have some new and fresh ideas. You know, sometimes it's yeah. easy to keep doing the same old thing. So um, why don't you, would you mind sharing some of the things that you do, some of your special nights? Sure, of course. Um, we've, we started one thing a few years ago, and that was Kids Night. And so we let all the kids 12 and under in for free, and um, then we give away bicycles. And the racetrack usually buys six or seven bicycles, and then drivers buy them and donate them, local businesses buy them and donate them. We give away between 30 and 40 each year to the kids that come, and we really promote it with the schools. The schools are great with working with us, handing out flyers that the kids can take home, letting their parents know that the kids are free. Um, And those nights have really gone over pretty well. Um, and it gets our next generation of race fans starting to be involved. So that's always been a really good one for us. Um, We we do ladies' nights, which I think are pretty common anymore with people. And then we've also got – we do a lot of two-day shows where we've got a shorter night on Friday, just maybe two or three classes run, but we do those for $5. So there are $5 fast Fridays and, and that lets the people that maybe think that they can't afford to come on a Saturday, come in at a discounted rate and get just a, a kind of a half show. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's good. I I haven't heard of that. So that I'm writing these down in case I oh, run good. across anybody else that <laughs> has uh, needs some ideas. So, um, any any other nights that you want to share with us before we move on? Um, I'm trying to think. Those are those are probably our our biggest. Um, oh well, we also do a fan appreciation night. That one's kind of fun. We um, pull we discount the races for the fans 
a few dollars and then we during intermission all of the cars that are racing that night come out onto the track and we let all the fans come down and and actually get up close to the cars get autograph hero cards from the drivers that kind of thing and that one's really a lot of fun too okay all right so what is it that you enjoy about being not just being a promoter but being involved in the motorsports industry It's something I've really grown up with, and it does feel like a second family out here. I really like like the people I get to work with and work for every week. Um, we've got a great group of drivers, a great staff, and they really make this job a lot of fun. Um, racing is it's, it's what I enjoy, and it's what I like to go do, and I'm just really blessed to be able to get to do that for a career. Okay. So... Um... You know, my I, my focus is on women in motorsports. So, um, do you get any feedback, or does anybody say what does a woman know about promoting a racetrack, or or not? Do you get lots of support? How does that work? I've been pretty lucky. I've I've always gotten a lot of support by the other promoters in this area. I've never felt like I was an outsider because I'm a woman or any of that, they've all been, from the time I started, really helpful. I've got um, pretty much any promoter in the area, I feel like I could call and ask something and they'd, they'd help me out or and vice versa. And um, like I was talking about Brian Crockett earlier, he definitely helped me get into this and he is so respected in the racing community that that's probably helped some too. But I've never felt like anybody thinks I shouldn't be here. Okay, good. That's good to hear. Because yeah. Sometimes yeah. I don't hear that, but usually it's from drivers that they get a little bit more um, feedback. So do you have very w many women that race at your track? We do actually have quite a few, and we're getting to have more and more um, every year. In fact, last year, one of our go-kart classes had more girls in it than boys, which is a first. But um, we do have – we've got women in most every class. We've got some Hornets that are driven by women, modifieds driven by women, sprint cars in both the 360 and limited class driven by women. So we've got, you know, on any given night, we've got half a dozen girls out in the pit. Okay. So that's, that's I like hearing that. I like being yeah. able to support the women and knowing that they're, the numbers are growing. Everyone that I talk to, the women, not only just the fans, but the amount of women that are racing, is growing every year. Everybody that I talk to that yeah. owns a track or promotes, that's what they're telling me. So that's that's pretty yeah. fun to see that. And and they're starting young, you know, they're starting yeah. as early oh, yeah. as, as the age allows. So yeah, yeah we've so got tell some, me what five year old girls. Oh wow. Yeah, those are the fun yeah. ones to watch, I think. Yeah. Oh exactly. absolutely. <laughs> so Tell me what your what does your year look like? You work for a tax office, so obviously in the winter you don't do too much. But what is your um, you know when, when do you start getting ready for the season, and how far ahead do you work on those promotions? Well, our season really ends in September, and we we get going for the next year in October. We don't take a whole lot of time off. Um, we've got an old facility, so pretty much as soon as our season is over. We're using whatever good weather we have to make some upgrades and repairs and that kind of thing. And then um, in the Northwest, we're pretty lucky to have a promoter association up here that's, that's 
primary focus is Northwest Racetracks, and so they hold some seminars in November, and that's when we really start getting our schedules finalized and lined out and the promotions all going. So there's really no downtime. We, As soon as we're done racing, we're all gearing up for the next season to try to make things even better. Right. Okay. I figure that. Usually there's no no rest for anyone nope. in the motorsports business. <laughs> That's right. So, there's no such thing as an off season. No. So on on a on a good night, how about how many people would you average, let's say, at your racetrack? Do you have any idea? Yeah, we average right around a thousand and some of our biggest best nights have been about twenty six to twenty seven hundred people. Um mm-hmm. So that's a pretty good night for us. Yeah, pretty good crowd. So what would yeah. be your goals as the promoter? Um, if you had some goals that you were going to attain, try to attain for this year for your track, what what might some of those be? Uh, well, we do have a few of them here. One of them um, for that big race that I was talking about, the Marvin Smith Memorial. Last year we had 41 cars. Our goal this year is to hit that 50-car mark, which is, kind of a lofty goal, but we think that we can do it. Um, and then we we hope every year to grow our fan base by 10%, so to have 10% mm-hmm. better attendance than the year before. And um, we've only gotten one race in so far this year, but it was pretty well attended, so we're hopeful that we can do that. And just always to get new new faces in the crowd that become new faces out in the pits driving these cars and um, right. see more and more of our kids move up from the carts into the big cars and Mm-hmm. Just keep that tradition going. So how, what is it that you actually do um, to try to get more people in the seats? I know you said radio and Facebook, but do you have any other um, golden tricks that you could share of how you get people there that maybe <laughs> haven't been there or haven't come for a long time? Yeah, we do. Um, we do a lot of ticket giveaways and not just on Facebook. Um, we just did one and it actually rained out. So it's, it's being pushed to to this weekend, but it we're a small town of ten thousand people, and there's not a lot of big businesses, but there's a lot of of small businesses. So we did a shop local business night, and we took two tickets to every business owner in town to try to get them to come out and see what we're all about. And you know, maybe they'll want to advertise out here, maybe they won't, maybe they'll come back and become a fan, but hopefully they'll just you know that'll kind of strengthen our business community with mm-hmm. each other and so stuff like that where we're just if somebody said a long time ago to me that the most expensive seat in your facility is the one that's empty and so even if we have to give a ticket away those people are going to hopefully come back and spend some money at your concession stands and your souvenir booth and so we're never scared to give those tickets away if it's for the right mm-hmm. cause and we think that it's going to be a benefit yeah good good plan i i like that because it makes it more fun too. If the stands are full, there's a lot. It's a lot more fun for the drivers, a lot more fun yeah. for the fans. And like yeah. you said, you you hate to give them away, but it also you want people to come and experience it. So it's probably a a good thing to try and see how that works. So yeah, that's a mm-hmm. that's a good tip for other other tracks. So yeah, um, what do your friends no, think about right you now. being the promoter at a racetrack? Well, um, this job can be pretty uh, trying at times, and it definitely takes a lot of your of your time. So, I unfortunately, 
pretty much the friends that I've got left are people that are out here doing this job with me. And um, I've got some really good ones, but they're the ones that are out here working with me every week. So. Okay. That seems to be the case though. When my kids played sports, those parents were my friends. It's that's, that's kind of how life goes, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So have you ever driven a race car? I have not. Nope. Okay. Do you have any desire to do that or leave that to somebody else? <laughs> I used to. When I was younger growing up, I, I thought it would be pretty fun. My brother raced, but um, I was doing other things and just never really, really did that anymore. I think I'll just leave it to the guys that, and girls that know what they're doing out there, and I'll just, I'll just put the show on. <laughs> there you go. Somebody has to be besi- behind the scenes doing all mm-hmm. that work so that they can race, right? So that's you. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I'm happy to yeah. be there. So Yeah, good. So um, on Facebook, what, what kind of things do you use or promote on Facebook, and how often is it? You know, during race season, it's, I'm sure, more often than in the off season. But kind of tell me what your marketing plan is there. Yeah, we try to um... – Early on every week, put out the press release for that following week, along with usually some ticket giveaways if people like and share it. And then we do a lot of stuff. Um, I've got a pretty good announcing race night PR team that does a lot of stuff for us on the actual race night, posting little snippets of videos and driver interviews and um, results and that kind of thing, stuff with the cars on the track that get people excited to come out. Um, And then just – just yeah, kind of letting people know what's going on that following week and what that what promotion is, and then gearing when we do Facebook advertising, gearing it to the right demographic that we're trying to appeal to that week, whether it's ladies' night or or kids' night or a five dollar night. Right. Okay. All right. So um, I'm I'm ro- scrolling through the the questions that I sent you because yes, most of them are for drivers. But um, yes. I'm, I'm trying to change them over for you as a promoter. So um, what are things that you like to do outside of racing? Do you have any time to do that? Or if I said you're going to have a whole week to yourself, what would be something you'd want to do? I would go find a race somewhere else to watch. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> In fact, we rained out the last couple weeks, and so that's what I did. You know, we me and what somebody else from one of the girls that works here with me, we went up to Yakima, Washington and watched the sprint cars up there, Steve Beitler series. And then last weekend, everything was rained out in the state of Oregon, except for the track over at Coos Bay. So a few of us piled in the car and went over to watch there. Yeah. And there's, there's a, uh, the announcer actually at the Kalamazoo Speedway, Jason Seltzer, um, I I think he he goes to more races than anybody I know, and if one track rains out and it's not the night he's announcing, he's always headed somewhere to go to watch a race. And I always admire him because if I was younger, um, I'd probably be doing the same thing because I love all of it. And there's nothing better for entertainment as far as I'm concerned. So I agree. Kind of fun. There's really not. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you and he would get along good because you'd be going to races all the time. So, <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, what else is there? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, on you know, every everything doesn't run perfect at racetracks. We all know that. There's things on the track and off the track that are not always as good as they could be. Um, 
do you ever have nights at the racetrack that you think, okay, I can't do this anymore? Or is the passion, yeah. is the passion, yes, okay, I figured. But oh, the passion oh, yeah. is there and it keeps you coming back. Yeah. It, so how do you but, feel but with everybody's a, a bad passionate. night? Yeah. Oh, so you, you know, just, some weeks I deal with it better than other weeks. but So, um, yeah, we'll just leave that at that. <laughs> so, um do you have any, like, I know you said that, you know, you work with your businesses and things. So do you ever do any work with, like, maybe some of your community groups or, like, um, charities or anything, invite them to the racetrack, or have have you done anything like that? We've been working on something. We haven't quite ever been able to to get it together, mostly because I've, I've had a hard time connecting with the right people in all those groups, but we do want to have a service organization night at the races too, where we invite all those people to come out and enjoy a night. And um, so right now kind of the most we've been able to do is the ones we have connected with have a 50, 50 raffles out here throughout the year and um, they okay. can earn a little bit of money that way. But that's one thing that I'd really like to be able to have happen. And uh, I think part of it is because those groups tend to switch their boards every year and you mm-hmm. never know who to talk to and how to get it. That's been a tough yeah. one for us to put together. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But that that's a good idea to yeah, uh, absolutely to do that. Our tracks here do the 50-50 thing, and that goes over really well, and it's nice that, you know, the fans are able to help the different mm-hmm. organizations. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to ask you kind of an off-the-wall question a little bit. You know, um, a few weeks ago, Kevin Harvick's window came apart and there was a big hoo-ha about fans being allowed to be involved in rulings at the track. And I, everybody has an opinion, even at little tracks. Um, and it's, it all goes through social media. So you see it all because you're the promoter. So do you ever have anything, you know, are you the one on Facebook that kind of has to calm people down or does somebody else take care of that? Um, depending on the situation, I'm usually, if the, we've got half a dozen people that are allowed to comment on our Facebook as Cottage Grove Speedway, but any type of a situation that's heated, it's, it's typically always me that handles it. And okay. I feel like responding is better than not, but you definitely mm-hmm. have to make sure you do it in a tactful way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's tough because Facebook can go viral so fast and get out it of control. Can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I share a lot of postings from over 250 racetracks on Facebook onto the International Women's Motorsports page, but they're all positive or they're all about events and things. And um, but I see a lot of things, and I uh, I think if we want the sport to grow and continue to grow, then people have to keep those off of there, and they need to settle them behind the scenes. And that's something I think. As a promoter, you probably encourage your drivers, yes. if they have a problem, to come to you or the ownership or, or whoever it might be. Um, mm-hmm. So do you have any any comment about any of that? You know, I, I think you're absolutely right. In order for things to grow, um, people need to, to be mindful of what they say on social media. And there was a thing that went out, a while back about how the people who are going to kill this sport are the ones that claim to love it so much. And it is, they're passionate about it just like we are, but they go about it in, in the wrong way. And if somebody's not 
familiar with what's going on and they just see some of these negative things, then they're going to find something else to do with their weekends. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, that that's, right. you know, you do. And I think that's part of why I, I believe that responding to them is better if you can do it in a tactful way. Um, because sometimes that can just calm the fire down right now. A lot of times it's a miscommunication. Mm-hmm. They don't know what happened. They're posting about something that they heard from three other people and uh-huh. you can diffuse it. And then as a, as a moderator of a page, you can always delete what they put. Right. So there's been times right. where you just can't calm them down and you just delete the whole thread and um, hope that yeah. it stops there. Yeah, exactly. So as a woman that's involved in motorsports, if, if you had a younger person come to you and say, I love motorsports, I'd like to get involved somehow, you know, would what would you say to that person? Is it a good thing to do or or not? Or how would you guide those young ladies? Um, I think absolutely. It, you know, the sport needs to grow, and so it needs those young people to keep it going. And if somebody is passionate and wants to come – find some, some way to be involved out here, we will absolutely um, help them do that. In fact, we had, I've, I've been working at the racetracks, different racetracks for quite a few years, and I've got a girl, she still works for me now, but she came, she used to race go-karts, and we had a winter series. She wanted to come up in the tower and help me score, and she was eight years old. And so she sat up there with me every single night. She'd race her go-kart during the day and then come sit up with me at night, in the freezing cold, because it gets cold up here in the winter, and um, mm-hmm. worked with me all through there, and she has been my head scorer now for the last three or four years out here, and she's she's the uh, just one of the best things we've got out here. She is a great kid. She's going to school, got a great head on her shoulders, and she's passionate about this sport and um, has, has done it all. She's ran the go-karts, and now she's she's somebody I can't run this place without, so definitely bringing them up through the ranks and showing them how to do it and getting them involved and keeping them passionate about it is huge. Oh, that's a great story. I love hearing that. So she started at eight years old and how old is she now? She is, she'll be 20 in October. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's an amazing story. Um, Too often I think the adults are like, no, no, you know, you're in the way you're bothering, but to be able to, put her under your wing and and let her watch and learn is the best way for kids to learn. And they see the good and the bad. And then they know because sometimes they have that high in the sky thought about what (laughs) it's like to drive a race car. And, Mm -hmm. and, and she sees that it's not always easy and and sometimes it is stressful and she's still there. So that's a pretty cool story. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Heather, I've asked you a lot of questions. Is there anything that you'd like to share about your track, what you've got coming up, your, one of your events? Um, and then, so that's the first thing. Do that. And then also let us know where we can find you both, find the track both on Facebook and, and where they can find, like, the schedule and that kind of thing. Okay. Well, I think we've talked about a lot of our stuff. I mean, like I said, I could go on and on for hours about all the different events and everything. Um Definitely our biggest one is that Marvin Smith Memorial, and I would encourage anybody that's in the area to come out because we really do make that an event. It's not just a race. It's a huge event. Um, And then our Facebook is is just Cottage Grove Speedway, Um, so we're really easy to find that way. Our website is 
www.cottagegrovespeedway.com and our schedule for the big cars and go-karts are both um, together on the schedule tab as well all our information's under the fan information tab. My phone number's on there, so we're pretty easy to contact if you've got questions or want any other information. Okay, that's awesome. So we want to get 50, did you say sprint cars at your events? Yeah, we're hoping for 50 this year. Last year was 41, so we're hoping to hit that 50 mark. All right, so we're putting the word out. We need nine more plus the ones that were there last year for you to hit your goal. And right. um, yeah, and so um, I I know that you've started. We haven't even started racing here in Michigan because we had snow the last two days, and uh, they haven't even got their practice nights in. But hopefully this weekend it's going to start warming up, and we're going to be able to go to the racetrack, and that's going to make everybody feel so much better around here. It's yeah. been a long winter, <laughs> long I winter out there too. I'm sure. Yes. It, so yeah, I uh, think it's been that way everywhere. I think, yeah, I think it has been. So, um, yeah, Heather, I just want to thank you for letting me tell tell about your racetrack tonight and um, what you do as a promoter. Um, you know, everybody's always looking for something new and different to get people to visit. And so I, you've given us some good ideas tonight, and I appreciate that you were willing to share those with um, oh. the people that are listening. And, um, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to thank you and um, – Hopefully we'll stay in touch. And, and just a side note, if you would send me your mailing address, I'd appreciate it. I've got a little something I want to send to you in the mail. And um, any Absolutely. any last thoughts from you? I Just everybody go out and find a racetrack and support your local racetracks this weekend and every weekend all summer. Okay. That's, a good, that's good advice. <laughs> all right, Heather. All right. Well, thank you so, you much. so much. Uh-huh. All right. That was Heather from the Cottage Grove Speedway. Heather is the promoter there. She's been a promoter for three years, but she also did a lot of other jobs at the track. So she's very well versed in what it takes to keep the track open and running. And mostly what it takes is people in the stands. You know, the there's usually plenty of drivers, but the fans in the stands are what keep a racetrack open. <clears throat> so if you're a fan of racing you must be or you wouldn't be listening into this radio show make it your goal every time you go to a racetrack you take at least one person with you who hasn't been to the races in a long time or maybe ever just one person it's not that many people i'm sure you know enough people to ask so i'm going to challenge everybody out there to every week one new person at your local track let's fill the stands that's what makes it fun for the fans and makes it even more fun for the drivers. So um, we're going to hang up here shortly. I appreciate you listening in. Again, we were sponsored tonight by Send Out Cards. Send Out Cards is a relationship building system through greeting cards and gifts. And it may not sound like a manly thing to do, but I can guarantee you that Three racetracks in my area use send out cards to build relationships with their drivers, and it has worked very well. And a lot of race teams use it to thank their fans, thank their crew, that kind of thing. So if you're interested in being a part of that and making sure that the people around you know that you appreciate them, just get a hold of me on Facebook, Melinda Russell, and I will be happy to share that with you. So for the Women's Motorsports Network, 
That's our show for tonight. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.